What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. As always, bringing you incredible guests. Uh, my next guest is an IT professional, a mother, and now an author. Her first book is A Girl and a Knife in her debut and her first in a series of parts and sales. Please welcome Alina Ruman, originally from Ukraine, but she's now here in the United States joining us to tell us about this amazing book. So welcome. Welcome, Alina. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, you are uh, you are definitely probably another boss babe in my tribe, uh, type A all the way. So tell us a little bit about your journey becoming an author. Well, independent author, you definitely do need to be a boss babe, even if you never planned to be. You know, all I just wanted was to write a book. You know, I had some ideas in my head and I just wanted to write. But then this publishing and all that process, you kind of find yourself to be in this entrepreneur shoes. So, yeah, the book is called A Girl with a Knife, and it's a historical fiction type of novel. So with a pandemic, uh, probably like many of you, I was had a little more time, didn't have to commute to work uh, into my IT job. And I started watching more TV, and it was historical fiction series that really captured my mind. The Downton Abbey, The Outlander, all those yeah. popular series. Uh, but the one that suddenly really made me interested was called Hornblower, which is just eight episodes, old British series from 2000s. And it's all like warfare, British ships fighting with the French. Wow. Pretty much no women characters. And suddenly I envisioned this young woman who could be a, a doctor on the ship and maybe she's yeah. saving this young man and kind of idea really started in my head. I started thinking of more adventures about her. And all of a sudden one morning in February of 2021, I woke up and it was like something in the universe telling me you're supposed to be writing. Yeah. And I actually, and I just kind of went and started typing away and I felt so happy. I was like, this is what, I guess something is telling me this is what I was meant to be doing. And I had no idea about this. And uh, that's kind of how it started. Uh, and uh, I wrote a, this whole manuscript. I started showing to my friends and they were like, oh, this is cool. This is like a nice adventure. It's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then I started sh you know, asking, okay, so I have a manuscript. What am I supposed to be doing next? How does this become a book? And I got different answers. Somebody said, you bring it to an editor. Somebody else said that you're going to query to go to traditional publishing. And somebody else said, first, you show it to beta readers, to somebody yeah. who knows the genre and can give you independent advice, not just sure. your friends. Sure. So I did the two things. I sent one, uh, sent the manuscript to the beta reader I could find who published some books. And second, I sent it to the editor that I was thinking to hire. Case and become and be independent writer. I did not think to go into traditional publishing and query. Kind of, kind of the advice I got from people is that you can have a book much faster yeah. if, if you go independently. And uh, as long as you are not fearful of making decisions yourself and choosing the cover and choosing the editor, kind of right. taking, you know, and putting some money, investing some money into this. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, we have so many resources at our fingertips for everything. And it, it blows my mind sometimes when people like ask me a question that they could easily look up on Google. <laughs> you know, I'm like, we all have, we all have a mini computer in our pocket. So, you know, I like before we started uh, recording, I did say that I'm, I'm interested in starting a start to writing a book for the mm -hmm. podcast. And I've done a lot of research myself. And so like, it is a it is a like a lengthy process though. So how long did it take you from start to finish to get your book published? So 
before I answer that, let, let me continue kind of okay. what happened. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. The, <laughs> the, the, you know, manuscript to the editor and the editor. So I, I spent three months writing this book without really knowing too much about writing. Okay. So the first thing that came from my beta reader was kind of questioning, well, she kind of said, you know, it's I'm not going to say it's bad because you have some, I should call it bones of a good story, but it yeah. doesn't fit, all the pieces are not fitting as well as they think they should in a novel and not, it doesn't have the flow that most authors have yet, you know, where every sentence sounds so nice. And plus, you know, your main character, Ella, how does she become a doctor? You know, yeah. because this is 1800s England, a woman cannot be a doctor. You know, what I said is kind of like she had this mentor and he wrote a letter to medical school and that's and they accepted her. And yeah. she said, that's not believable and good fiction is believable. You know, yeah. you really need to make a case how a woman could become a doctor at the time where they yeah. really cannot be doctors. So that that was kind of one uh, hard truth. A second came from the editor because she said, he said, you know, not ev not everybody editor is going to say what I'm going to say to you. Somebody's going to just say, hey, you write me a check and we're going to start working. Right. But I'm telling you, you're not ready. You need to spend more time on you know, self-editing, making it sound better. She didn't even read the whole thing. It was just the first five pages. Yeah. Like, look at every sentence. Look how, why do you have so many sentences start, starting with a she? She she got up, she went, she took something. You know, work at it. Make it, make every sound, sentence sound interesting. Bury them. Look at your rhythm and maybe take some writing classes. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, I didn't yeah. know that. And I was kind of, in a way, it was kind of sad, like, wow, I, I was going to, you know, work with this lady, I was going to pay her, and she doesn't want it, but, but on the other hand, like, what a good lesson to yeah. kind of to turn around, and so for, like, a few days, I was a little kind of crushed, and that was like, yeah, where would I be. now, you know, it took, it took some thinking, you know, what to do, and then I kind of, like, realized that, no, what the, what my beta reader told me about thinking of the believable idea, that's a key here. And I, when I really started brainstorming what my character could do, I came up with a story that what if she dresses up as a man and goes to medical school? Yeah. And I immediately thought, what, that sounds like a great idea. And I actually researched and started looking for, has, have people done that? And yes, there was a really person in history who has done this, but James Berry, all his life was a famous doctor around that time. And only at his death, people found out that this was a woman all along. Wow, that's so, very interesting. Okay. Yeah, well, that's interesting plus believable. So because yes. people have done this. And, uh, you know, immediately my mind was like, oh, what is she going to do in medical school? She could have do surgery. She could do rounds, you know, with your teacher. She may have a best friend. She may have an enemy, you know. Yeah. All these ideas kind of, kind of were meeting my brain. And so I just started writing all over again, new, new, new idea, new book. But I realized what I've done so, you know, before that is not a waste of time either. No. Because eventually she will become a doctor. And that's a series. She will have those adventures and save those people. So. Oh, uh, wow. So that's how, so you started, you wrote your first book. And then because of that first book, it birthed a whole series of books to tell the full story. Well, that's yeah. very cool. And so now how did your, since you are a mother and a, and a, you know, you're, you are, you have a family. How did your family react to you becoming an author? Because you ultimately are becoming a public figure. 
Yeah, they were really excited. And I don't think they have really discussed about being a public figure because not every author gets very well known. I think, in fact, it's uh, kind of, we're kind of in the shadows. Not everybody, you know, even if you heard the name, you know, wouldn't probably know the what the author looks like. Uh, but it was more like uh, they were excited and giving me time to write. My daughter, 10 years old, was super excited Aww. and wanted to start writing herself. So she made some effort to start writing and uh, she wrote a poem, she wrote a short story. And she was trying to give me ideas for my book as well. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. And so now have you always had a love for fiction? Yes, I, I've yeah. been a reader since I was a little girl and especially fiction. And I think historical fiction was always kind of <laughs> tugging my heart more. What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Can we get a round of applause today? Woo! Today I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's for your not so private parts. I'm talking about leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. And let me tell you something, oh, it smells so good. My man wears this every day. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and use the code LABELFREE20 for 20% off of free shipping and So I've had I've had other authors on the show that wrote fiction and I just feel like that takes such a lot so much creativity to really dive into that side of your brain where you can come up with the stories that is going to captivate your audience. And so do you have a certain creative process that you that you use to keep yourself inspired to continue writing the story? I think the key is that I write every day and I get up early before work, before I look at my phone, before anything. I get out of bed, you know, get myself ready, do some yoga, do a little maybe walking. And then I start get my coffee because yeah. it's like 5.30 a.m. And I yeah. start writing every day until it's time to get my daughter up for school. And oh, I think wow. that's my most productive time, uh, you know, before I think of anything else, you know, I, you know, some days are better than others. Some days sure. I have just a few words. Some days I have lots of words, but something goes down on the, in, in the, on the page. And it, and it always amazes me how much I don't know what I'm going to write. Like, I think I'm just writing a simple scene, but you never know what the character is going to do. <laughs> Literally. Oh, wow. idea comes. I see Ella doing something different. I see her standing up and saying something and just the scene goes a different way. So you can see it in your in your mind and you just put it down on paper. Yes. How cool is that? And so now <laughs> how many books do you suspect to write with this series? I have, so I'm, I have book one published. Book two uh, is the first draft almost done. And the books that, and the manuscript that I wrote in the beginning, I think that's becoming books three, four, and five. Oh, wow. Plus, really? And I have a big idea for book six. <laughs> wow. Look at you. That's amazing. Yeah. So where now where can people find this book of yours? And can you put it up and, and tell us the name again? Okay. So it's A Girl with a Knife by Alina Rubin. They can, uh, Amazon, but also bookshop.org if you want to support the indie independent shops please go to bookshop.org and buy it there barnesandnobles.com uh in illinois there's a small store book bin in northbrook 
They okay. have physically. They can you can buy the paper. Are, are you are you located here in Illinois? I am. I'm in uh, Niles. Oh my goodness, we could have done this in person. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, we right. could have done this in person. That would have been better. But okay, keep going. Sorry. Yep. So, you know, the, I very much like supporting supporting small stores. So bookshop.org and the book bin the Niles is a, is the first choice. But if you're far away, you're not near any bookstore than Amazon. Yeah. And if you want an uh, ebook, then you need to, you need to go to Amazon. Okay. Now, uh, can people go to your website to get it? So I know you have a website. Can you please plug that as well? Sure. It's alinarubinauthor.com. There you will find all the links to all the stores. Okay. Perfect. Excellent. Um, well, very exciting. So you are an IT professional by day, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you manage? And that's very like logical type of stuff. So mm -hmm. how do you, how do you switch from being like in a logical professional to such a creative artist? Well, I think that's why I have to write before I start before. My, <laughs> my, my job. I have to get, you know, do my fantasy first and then I get into spreadsheets and uh, emails and reports and all that. And uh, uh, I usually have some relaxing music playing in the background. I'm still working from home, but ever since the pandemic, we kind of okay. decided that we're going to stay at, at home. So that's still that works out well for me so just kind of concentration maybe using the different part of our brains to solve problems at work and to and to do i do a lot of writing for work as well but it's technical writing right very different write, which is i think why it took me so long to be, get into fiction because i always thought of writing as tedious as dry as yeah very, you know clean you know just kind of giving them exactly the message the technical explanation and i was never thinking about the all the fun they could have with fiction, which I so much enjoy reading. <laughs> so if someone wanted to, to become an author and start writing a book, what are what's some advice that you give them if they're just starting out? The first advice uh, to start writing and turn off your inner critic. There's, mm. no, there's no bad writing. There's nothing boring when you're starting the first draft. And don't compare yourself to somebody else's finished book. Yeah. Because... A book is a, has been edited and re-edited and re-edited by the author and by the editor and by some other people. Yeah. Because, so that's a masterpiece. You cannot compare your first draft with, you know, even the even the masters don't, you know, they don't write sure. one full draft in the beginning. Yeah. You have to take a lot of a lot of work. So just start writing and without judging yourself. Later, you're gonna kind of figure out the the best parts or and the you know what to remove. Uh, and uh, once you kind of have something, you have maybe a story, maybe most of your manuscript, get into, you know, there are a lot of great classes online and there are great books. So my favorite books on writing are Stephen King's on writing, uh, Jessica Brady's Save the Cat Writes a Novel, and uh, Harmony Kant, uh, Polishing Your Prose. So those, okay. I, I read many more, but to me, those three always stand out as the, like the best advice on writing. That's fantastic. And so when they, after they go maybe read the book or take a class, what would be the next step for them to get to the next phase in the, in the process of, of uh, publishing a book? Once you have a manuscript, first take a little break from it. Maybe, you know, write some blog posts, just read, uh, write a short story, do, do something to distract, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to stop writing completely, but don't, uh, Keep, keep looking at your manuscript for it. it might, I usually say a week. Some people do more. Stephen King actually said six months. I've never oh, done that long. Wow, but, that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, 
I guess whatever you feel, once you feel that you are not so attached to your story and you are completely willing to change and remove anything in, in yeah. your story, you know, because you, you're going to make some sacrifices and some of them, may, you know, they should not be painful. Just if you see that this chapter is kind of boring, remove it. If this character is overshadowing your main character, change, change it. If, you know, maybe something you found is not historically accurate, you know, yeah. you need to make changes because of that. Go, you know, you'll need to do that. Excellent. Uh, so you take a break and then come back to revising. You look at every sentence, read it out loud, or have a computer, have a person read it to you out loud to see how things sound and make sound, you know, make some variations to make things sound better. And then find beta readers. Uh, usually in different writing groups, you can find people who are willing to switch manuscripts with you. And then it's then you don't have to pay for beta readers. I, I find you learn a lot from other people and you make sure. connections with another writer who wants to publish their book. So, you know, get get a lot of advice from them. It's amazing the things that people pick out when yeah. you, know, you thought you have a strong story and they say, how is she doing this when you said she's supposed to be in the kitchen? Why yeah. is she having a breakfast when it's uh, supposed to be night or something like that? It's amazing yeah. the little things you could miss or sometimes even big things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's that's awesome. That's some great advice. So again, before uh, I know I already asked for your website, but where can people follow you, connect with you and learn more? So uh, your website, any social media handles? What what are social those? media handles for sure? Uh, it's uh, uh, my fa Facebook, uh, Alina Rubin author, and Instagram also Alina Rubin author. Also, I love getting emails Alina at alinarubinauthor.com, and you can also be added to my newsletter and get I, I publish a newsletter once a month. So, so all those ways, please connect with me. I love hearing from readers. Excellent. You guys, I'm going to put all those links in the show notes. So don't hesitate to, to go follow, you know, connect with Alina. She would love your support, you know, if or buy the purchase the books, go to her website and go, if you're a fan of fiction, go grab that book and give her some, some love. So before we start wrapping things up, I always like to ask for words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with the audience today? So one kind of started touching, if you want to write, just go ahead and write. Uh, if you are a reader, think about supporting indie writers. And when you come, in, come into Barnes & Nobles, it's not the indie writers you immediately see. It's, you see the kind of uh, well-supported, um, traditionally published authors. You may have to ask in a smaller store, in an indie store, or ask at the writing groups, uh, kind of ask where the indie books are, or maybe local authors. Yeah. So go ahead and check out the, uh, you know, you may find yourself in the section of the story you've never been to before, but, uh, you know, you'll find, you'll find some, maybe some hidden gems from indie authors and see, see that you, how they compare to, you know, other books that you, you're reading. And maybe if you're doing a book club, invite a local indie author to your book club, but, you know, and uh, give support to indie authors. And if you want to write, you know, best of luck to you, connect with me. I'd love to help in any way I can. I've kind of tried to support as many indie authors as I can, you know, better, as better reading, as advice, uh, you know, marketing advice. Uh, right, right, writers are very warm and supporting communities because we, we do not compete with each other. Readers yeah. can read all of our books. So yeah, we try true. to help each other with our knowledge. That's great. And I love how passionate and how you just are lighting up talking about it. So that's awesome to see that you found your passion in life and found where you're, where you're headed. And we, I'm sure we can't wait to see more books from you. Thank you. 
Thank you for being a guest today, Alina. We'll look forward to that second book coming out. We'll have to have you back to update the audience and let them know what the name of that book is. Actually, I already have the book. The title will be No Job for a Woman. Oh, okay. Very good. All right, you guys. No Job for a Woman. We don't like that these days, but we're going to check that book out when she releases it. This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcasts. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.